Hey everyone, and welcome to Broadcast is Love. This is a podcast where we talk about what life looks like when we decrease our name and increase God's name because it's all about Jesus. And today, this is for the ones who love Jesus and they love fixing up their homes. Maybe they love HGTV, I don't know. But we are talking about uh, just a remodel, how God can just take our hearts and make us new with Him. And we're talking with Ines Manship. Ines and I have been friends for years, and we were just about to do this podcast, and she tells me it's Ines. I've Ines, been saying yeah. Ines. <laughs> it's okay. Just tell me about your name, Ines. So I was born in Puerto Rico. Okay. And it's actually a really common name there. It is. Okay. It's pretty common. Um, it's actually uh, like a hand-me-down name in the family. Really? Um, That's cool. And then I got here uh, when we moved to the States. And it's hard for people <laughs> to say. Ines. But Ines. Okay. Ines. You got it. So... <laughs> You're awesome. You're on Instagram if people want to connect with you while they're listening to this podcast. Um, but one of the things that you posted recently is your baptism story. And what you posted, I think everyone can relate to. So just some of the things that you were talking about is this is something that you've been watching other people do for so long. And you did it. You did it on Easter Sunday. You got yeah. baptized. So tell us what led you to just like, say, yes, Lord, I'm, I'm going to be renewed in you. Like I'm a new creation in you. I'm with you. Like we're doing life together. You know, why (laughs) did you say yes to baptism? Yeah. So, um, he said, yeah, I've been watching people get baptized and every time I kind of went home and regret it almost not kind of taking, taking the step. My husband was baptized a few years ago and I just wouldn't, I just Mm -hmm. felt, um, kind of talked about it on Instagram, but I always viewed baptism as almost like a, like a trap Okay. that if I could believe, but kind of not make the full commitment that when I failed, cause mm. I am, um, I'm sure the day I baptized, I failed like 17 times, Right. Yeah. um, that then it wouldn't be as bad that maybe, uh, I wouldn't be condemned as badly because we weren't, I was an official with God. Mm. I believed, but I didn't have to go there all the way. Mm. Um, I grew up in, I said I'm Puerto Rico and I grew up in, uh, a section of the Christian faith. Okay. Um, and I'm really thankful for that. At the end of the day, it gave me a good foundation to believe in right. Jesus, um, in Christ. But, um, the church I grew up in was really law focused versus relationship focus, or at least that was my perception. Okay. Um, I grew up in um, a house where um, I would hear family members say if somebody did something bad, well, they were baptized, they should have known better. Oh, okay. Um, Instant, like, condemnation. Yes. Instant punishment. Like, this is a God who punishes. Right, like, oh, okay. you should have known. Um, And that always, I think, really um, stuck with me. And I felt like, unworthy because we are um of his love and he's so good and i knew that i would never measure up um so it felt better to almost just not try not take it there because i wasn't going to Mm. be good enough okay um and i um kind of let left that section of, of that branch of christianity 
many, many, many years ago. And I started, like most of us do in college, kind of finding your own way. Right, um, right. Seeing kind of where you land, what, what you actually believe in when you're not home anymore, where mm-hmm. you're not forced okay. um, to go to church every Sunday. Yeah. Um, and in that search, um, I definitely pulled away from God for a long time. Okay. So when you did feel like God was angry with, not angry with you, that he was an angry God, when you felt like he was an angry God, what changed your heart? Because I know your walk with Christ that you see God as a compassionate father who loves everyone, you know, like that. Now that sounds cliche, but what happened in your heart to change that mindset from God is an angry God to God loves me? I think really getting to read the word. And I feel like what I learned was that once I was claiming that I was a believer, I was saying, I believe okay. this story. Okay. I believe that he sent his son down, like all of it. I'm like, I believe it. Yeah. But I feel, and I had to really separate my feelings from the truth. Okay. And I think if we follow God based on what we feel and not what we know, we will probably feel disappointed a lot because Mm. we live in a broken world and life is just hard. Mm -hmm. A lot of hard things happen and we walk through a lot of hard things and being forced to really study Mm -hmm. him and spend time with people who encourage me to really study what I realized was that his heart broke with mine and he was so sad that I had to walk through that um he wasn't turning his back on me he wasn't ha we got her um, hey guys, like check this out, which it's such a silly portrayal, but I think in my head, it was that's how like, we think he sometimes. doesn't care. Yeah. Like he doesn't care. Like yeah. he is like, I'm all powerful and I can do what I want. And that's how it felt to me. Like, um, he could. And I think when I separated my, I feel, yes, it's all about me. And I right. think even when we read our Bible that a lot of times I, I was finding myself reading my Bible to find out how this serves me, mm-hmm. how this is about me, right. what God says about me versus learning about who he is in yeah. my time with him. Okay. And when I think I removed focus of myself mm-hmm. and really started to know like, who are you, mm-hmm. God? Like who, you left us this, this pointing on my Bible. Right. Um, <laughs> a uh, very pretty Bible. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, has a lot of uh, toddler scribbles in it. I love it. Kids. That's how it should be, right? Yeah, like like kids, like, right on this nice, Bible. It's fine. Yes. Um, and when I really removed myself from, honestly, like the me, 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 yeah. poor me, yeah. poor Ines, um, your childhood was hard, boo-hoo. Not that it wasn't hard, because it was hard. Yeah. But when I really removed myself from that, and I really started to pursue God to find out who he was versus what he could do yeah. for me, it really changed how I saw him. Okay. And it led me to learn and honestly just see what was already in my life. Okay. Um, and I feel like I took away that I, I saw this quote one, but it was something like, if you could see everyone's burdens, you would probably choose to keep your own. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's just kind of going through something. Everybody yeah. has their stuff to carry. 
right as part of the, our broken world and i think when i kind of just stopped seeing myself as this kind of like victim of god victim of burden yeah victim like, this of is not fair god laying this on me god i really was able to open my eyes to who he is yeah um and see that he is good and yeah. that a lot of the healing in my life was coming from the things i already had i didn't need to understand okay. to trust god's timing and plan okay and trusting that right now i at that moment i didn't understand why but that someday in the other side that i would understand the full picture mm. and i really kind of it took time and you know I'm like, oh, i did this but years we're talking about years of okay. a lot of i i just give this to you or like yeah i don't need to understand it and when i just surrendered this I had so much peace and it's not that, um, like I said, it's not that I was overjoyed. Mm -hmm. I was never like, okay, this is great. Yeah. But I was at peace knowing that God was kind of walking beside me through this and he mm -hmm. was sad with me and that I, it was okay that I didn't fully understand it. I don't have to mm -hmm. because I was going to go on what I knew about God versus my feelings right. in that moment. Right. Um, but it took discipline. Mm -hmm. And I feel like sometimes we make kind of spending time with him. It almost feels legalistic sometimes. Yeah. It's like, I haven't read my Bible today. Oh, oh right. what's going on? Yeah. And, yeah. Um, I need to read about, get my Bible yeah, right. out real and quick. Yeah. Being just intentional about what, however it was that like I had to, I don't know, spend time with him and, dig and um not be legalistic but at the same time be intentional with that yeah that um just like any other relationship it's, i was literally just thinking like going on a date with jesus yes, like, like if that's to. if that's how we're gonna think about this like let's because my husband and i have to make time every week to spend time right. with each other right. i mean it's, <laughs> yeah i know it's like and sometimes we don't get to it because we're so busy but like that's how it's supposed to be with christ and you know, the Bible says we're supposed to pick up our cross daily and follow him. And so like, we have to be intentional about spending time with him. I just love that you're breaking down the walls of cliche Christianity of just like knowing that spending time with God is a wonderful desire and you're going to get so much goodness from that. Yes. Like it's um, going to be, you're going to, your cup's going to fill up when you dive in, you know, and that's what I'm hearing as you're yes, saying and that's, this. And the only way that you can fill up and heal. There's just nothing that you can do on your own yeah. to kind of get that healing. And I, I was, I think, so desperate at that point okay. of kind of carrying that by myself. Okay. And I, it really came down to surrounding myself. And I would say if you are in that season that you're lonely and you're broken, yeah. um, you're just not meant to do life alone. Yeah. Um, it is impossible to do. Yeah. Um, and it is so important to surround yourself with community that's going to uplift you and challenge you too and like call you out when you need to be called out and exactly. say like, hey, look at where you're at exactly. and kind of what are – really like where's your relationship with the Lord right. with that. And I was really, really – And having friends who are focused on that. Yes, that they see it and they tell you. Exactly. Because I think there's a difference between – 
having people who, as friends who love God, and then having people as friends that you can go to, and they're going to be real with you in Christ, not like you said earlier, people are going to be like, I feel like you should do this, or I feel right. like you should do that. There's a difference. Having a core group of people who are calling you out in the name of Jesus. Right. But you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> lovingly. <laughs> lovingly. I don't know. Maybe you can dive more into that. Gosh, I say anyone struggling, I just pray that they realize yeah. that, yes, God loves all of us. Yes. But God loves you, Ricky. God yes. loves me. Yes. Specifically. Yes. And he knows everything. The same way we know our children, he knows us and he loves us. Right. Not like... Yes, he loves everything, but he loves you. Just you. He loves you. Yeah. And he loves me. Yeah. And the same way I've had to watch my children walk through things. Yeah. And my heart breaks with them. Right. His heart breaks with you. Anytime yes. we walk through something, but God was there all along. Right. And everything I've walked to and in, in, in when we went through infertility, God was there with us. Mm. Um, there's just never been a moment he hasn't been there. And that's not to say that I understand everything, but do I fully trust and believe that I don't need to understand it now to know that God is good? Right. Absolutely. I don't get it right. fully, but I don't have to um, mm. because I know that he is good. So mm. what I feel about it just doesn't matter right. because he is good. And I do think that ultimately what God what he wants is relationship with us more than for us to be happy right now. Right. What he wants is for us to be in deep relationship with him. Right. He wants us to know him deeply. And I definitely feel like the Lord used that in my life That's to good. bring me closer yeah. to him um, and to make me seek deep relationship and not just go with what I thought I knew about him from my upbringing. Right. And it made me really look at who he is, um, which led to deep relationship, right. which led to being able to walk through right. infertility with my husband and yeah. our marriage come out stronger versus right. completely uh, far apart from each other after right. walking through that. And and I think that it's really important to, to just mention here that God isn't punishing us. No. God's not punishing you. God is with you. Yes. And he's not even making these bad things happen to you. Yeah. We're just in a broken world. Right. Um. And we have to walk this. Yeah. But he is with us. He is with us. And I think once you realize that, it's not that life gets like peachy all of a yeah, sudden. Yeah, it doesn't get you're easier. Like, oh, well, yeah. this is all fine. It's just that your load is so much easier to carry. Yeah. Because you know that he's carrying you through yeah. all of this. You're complete in Christ. And I, I think the thing, it, I struggle with this, and I heard somebody else talking about it, but just being complete in Christ, remembering that is the hardest thing. So hard. Because it's just like, I need to do this. I need to do that. Da, 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 checklist to do, to do, to do. But like, God is with us. He is there. Like, just remembering him in the chaos is the hardest part. And it's so hard. It's and so hard. It's you know, weird. When life is great, we're yeah. like, oh, 
praise God. He Thank is you, so Jesus. Good to us. And then one bad thing happens, and, and we're like, like, I'm all alone. It's like, is he here? Yeah. Do you I'm even like, see me? Yeah. Do you hear me? Um, and it's so funny because we're so me? like back and forth. Yes. That. He is near. He is near. Yes. Where are you? Yes, I've been looking like, for you. It's like hide and seek with Jesus. Right. And yes. it's so, but yeah, you're right. When, when you're like in the trenches, you have like blinders on. Exactly. It's like, I'm just going to sit here in my pain. Yeah. And all of a sudden forget everything else you've done. Yeah. And really focus on like this moment, which is so funny because he does so many great things and it's so easy to see it yeah. when things are good when we feel good yeah um and that's kind of why it's so important to because we're fickle and we go up and down with our feelings yes and that's kind of why it's so important to really know him yeah um so we can rely on what we know and not what we feel because our feelings exactly. are constantly changing like by the minute all yep. over the place and you know you wake up in a great mood that morning and you're like <laughs> lord today's for you and then your kids do something and exactly. you're like it's 9.30 and you're done like, for the done. day. Guy can't do no more, God. Like, yeah. What are you doing to me? Yeah. And you just have to, you have to have relationship with him and yeah. get to know him. And yes. the way you invest in your friendships and your girlfriends yeah, and your marriage true. and your kids, you have to invest in God in that way. And you yeah. have to make time to mm. be with him more than just your Sunday. Yeah. experience you have to we talk to our husbands once a week or if our yeah. husbands talk to us once a week we would be pretty upset <laughs> oh my uh, gosh yes not I a would, lot of relationships yeah, forget like if, that I would be like yeah if you, he was like hey Ricky and it's like I haven't talked to you since last Sunday yeah that would be bad it would be upsetting yeah so, exactly because I talked to his ear off right I talk his ear off all day and every day we have to kind of do the same thing with God and know that he wants to spend time yes. with you and that he wants to he wants to hear from you. He wants to talk to you. Um, and you just have to know him. You just have to, you just have to know him. It's so true. It's so true. Man, that whole, what you have taught us about seeing God as an angry God and then now just seeing him for who he is from reading his word and spending time with him is so cool. Um, I want to ask you another thing before yeah. I ask you the last question. It's really interesting what you're doing. I, I'm going to, say Instagram. Okay. <laughs> On Instagram, I'm home and co. Yeah. So is that a public account? Yes. Okay. So tell us what you're doing because I know you're, you're just like an interesting person. You and your husband were living <laughs> in a mobile home for six months yeah. as you were renovating your house. So, mm -hmm. Okay. So tell us that aspect of who you are. So Mark and I are, um, we move around, uh, cause of the military. Right. Um, so um, when we bought our first home in New Mexico, which was our first assignment okay. uh, together, um, it was just the two of us, and we decided to buy this massive fixer-upper. Okay. And we renovated that house. Did you know how to fi fix no, it? No. We Wait, like, what? It'll be fine. We'll YouTube it. I don't know. It's like, how hard can this be? It was hard. <laughs> that is super risky. What about like nailing? Did you know how to? We didn't know anything. Like Mark had, like, I think his miss was like, he had like a hammer and nail. So we bought tools and um, I ended up getting pregnant with our daughter in the house. So I was like seven months pregnant, laying hardwoods oh my by myself because Mark deployed. And um, oh we didn't have Florida in the house. And we took that on and we just, it's really hard. 
And honestly, if you catch me on a bad day, I'm like, why do we do this? Yeah. But we really just love leaving the places better than what we found them. That's amazing. Um, oh my gosh, HGTV. Yeah, Hashtag yeah. HGTV. <laughs> and yes, I'm home and co. Okay, we sorry. We don't always, you know, we don't always get to do like everything we want because yeah. money and time, but we do work really hard to leave the places better. Yeah. And that has been something that we've kind of carried on on our marriage. Yeah. And about every house we've moved into, we just love ourselves an ugly house. Okay. Like she's ugly but we could fix this every time. And we bought a uh, another fixer when we moved to Pensacola yeah. and we remodeled it and uh, blew out walls and redid it. And I got a beautiful pool and I don't know, just decided that we wanted a reset. Okay. And we ended up selling that property. And while we listed the property, we bought an RV. Yes. And we fully remodeled it, and it looks so pretty. And it's we gorgeous. Moved there with two kids. Oh my gosh! And we were in there for six months, and then we honestly, I feel like Mark and I are very. Um, we make decisions, and we're not afraid to change our minds if it's not serving us well. Yeah, but what about the? Do you have like regret, or are you just like, nope, this is what we're going to do. We're on track. We try to just move on, like okay. roll with it. Um, Amazing. And kind of be unapologetic. Like it's okay to change your mind if something doesn't serve you. Okay. Like you don't have to stay in it because you put in a lot of work, or and that's kind of the arts. Like we make it beautiful, someone else is going to enjoy it, and you just have to move on. Um, I just can't imagine putting a hammer to a wall and saying oh, we're going to open it. it up a little bit, and yes. we don't know how. And to- the more you learn. It's, okay, it's so funny because maybe like six years ago, so we currently are remodeling. We bought an, uh, the house that we live in. And okay. Our, Rick yeah. and I live in the same neighborhood. Yes. Um, and we fixed up that house, you know, yeah. with the kitchens it's and bathrooms so cute. and flooring. That front porch is Painted legit. It. Yes. We love the, we'll miss the porch. And we are currently in the process of renovating a house in another neighborhood here. Mm. Kind of the burbs a little bit here. Cool. Uh, just to have more room. And we found this really cool house out there. And it was kind of funny because um, it is by far the biggest renovation we've ever done. Okay. The house flooded years ago. Okay. And they remedied the flood, but they never put the walls back together. So when we looked at the listing pictures, the listing sat for a while and we were, uh, we looked at the listing and we were like, oh, there's no way we could do this because it's such a big scope. Yes. And well, did it have holes in the walls? From yeah, the they- whole bottom was missing and like no floors in the house. Um, it hadn't been lived in since 2014. Oh my gosh. So it looked like yeah. it hadn't been lived in since 2014. Yeah. It had bees, a beehive inside the ceiling in our living room. So... We saw the property on the pictures and we were like, oh, we can't. It's just too big of a project. But there was this picture of the kitchen and it has a row of windows. And I kept on going back to that picture every day yeah. and showing it to my husband yeah. and being like, this could be so pretty if someone did it. And he's like, yeah, it someone could. did it. It could be pretty. Yeah. And luckily, Mark is... He makes life fun. It's fun to do life with him because he'll he'll jump on board on a lot of crazy ideas. And I was like, <laughs> he's going to be so encouraged by this podcast. Yes, by the he way, was like, we yeah. Should. I was like, well, do you think we should just look at it? Obviously, let's not buy it. Yeah. Obviously, we would never yeah. buy this big of a project. Exactly. But let's yeah. just take a quick look. And we went and we loved 
it. Like we, we yeah. were like, this is it. And we could so clearly see our three kids. We could just oh. see the property oh. with all of them in it, like very clearly. Um, and we, you know, kind of prayed on it and uh, put in an offer and bought it. And it's, uh, it's, it's been <laughs> worked on right now. And it's a slow process because it needed like rewire yes. and replumb, like all the guts um, had to be done. Um, but it just had really good bones and the kitchen, that window, yeah. um, it looks the yard and I'm like, I could see the I could just see it. I could see my kids playing back here. Yeah. So if you want to see the house, you've got to go to Instagram. Yeah. I'm home and co. Yeah. And I'm Ines and Mark. It's like a play on our, on our name. Yeah. It's been kind of slow in the house because it's been a lot of guts, but we're finally to the place where we're going to start adding. Yeah. Kind of putting her back together. Yeah. Again and adding all the pretty things. So we're just really excited and we just see just what it can be. Yeah. Um, and we know we can see it. We, we can, can see it only in our heads, but we see that's amazing. What it's gonna be, and it's just gonna be a good place just to kind of grow our, kind of grow our family. And gosh, we're so excited for the property. Yes, it's so okay. You're so interesting. Okay, the last thing I always ask every guest is, what's your favorite Bible verse that's helping you in this season? Yeah. My girl. Okay, so we're recording this in person. Brought her Bible. Oh, my whole Bible. Yes. And so we're going to start in Genesis 1, yeah, verse 1. Yeah, we're just going to do a reading. I'm just kidding. That's going to be the new podcast. We're just going to read. We're just going to read in the beginning. Old Testament. I know, right? Oh, my goodness. But So it's uh, Colossians 3, verse 10. Okay. And it says, put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. Mm. And I loved, I feel like kind of like the simple instruction that we all say we want to be more like Jesus. Yeah. Like we all want to be more like him. And when I read this, it was kind of like all I need to do to be more like him is to get to know him yeah. deeper. And we know that the only way to do that is to spend time with him. Yeah. And it felt so like simple almost. Yeah. Making the time is hard. But it felt like if I want to be like him, all I have to do is get to know him. And I feel like so many times I overcomplicate yeah. what it means or how do I do this or how do I become, I want to be more like you. Exactly. God, be with me today. What do I do? And I just love that, you know, learn to know your creator and become like him. Learn to know him. And that's that's it. it. And I love the beginning where it was talking about renew. Can you talk? Can yeah. you read the beginning of it again? Put, I love it. Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. And it's like we're new. We're yes. different. We're different when we choose Jesus. Him. When we choose him. When we choose him, we're different. We're new and we will be renewed. And like what better of a time than now in the spring season to be like, I'm going to be new in Christ. Like he's he makes all things new. And he can make us new and he can go to our soul and to our spirit and make us new. And that is just a beautiful scripture. I was thinking like he sees us how we see these properties, like they're ugly. Yeah. And, but he sees what we can be. Like he sees always like the beauty in us. Yeah. Um, And he just, he has the capability of just so easily making us everything that we're meant to, everything he created us to be. Yeah. Um, and he sees us that way always. He he sees not kind of in the state that we are like broken and 
I don't know, we just feel so unworthy sometimes of we're just too damaged. No. It's too late for yeah. God. And it's like, no, he sees you. He yeah. sees the beauty in you and he wants to he wants to make you new. You I just love have it. to let him. You just have to let him. That's so good. Okay. Anessa, this has been so encouraging. Thank you for pouring out Thank your heart you. into this. I'm just praying that whoever is hearing this is can relate to it in some way. And just know that your heavenly father is perfect and he's right there with you. And all of these hard times that you were talking about and these struggles, like we're going to have hard times. We're going to have troubles, but like God is with us. And that is the message I'm taking from this podcast. Like the like God is with us, even if we don't feel him or see him, or maybe we don't even think he's talking to us, whatever we're thinking, whatever our worries are, we just have to cast those on him and lean into him and choose him. Like you were saying. So Man, this has been so encouraging. Um, at the end of every podcast, I always pray, Lord, that we decrease and God, you increase in our lives. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Hey, this is Dustin, one of the pastors at Grace Bible Church in Sebring, Florida. Thanks for tuning in to listen to Broadcast His Love with Ricky Van Stewart. I hope you will also consider joining us on our podcast as well. Our hope is to encourage you, inspire you, and compel you towards a closer walk with Jesus and one another. You can find us on every platform where podcasts are offered by simply searching for Grace Bible Church Sebring. Hey, this is Mark Stockland, pastor and CEO for Haiti Bible Mission in Jeremy Haiti. If you'd like to follow along with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti, you can check us out at HaitiBibleMission.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to get you guys connected with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti and how you can partner with us to live the difference, to help empower leaders to transform communities. God bless you guys and have a great day. Hi, y'all. This is Nan Charland, the owner of the Laurel Oak Inn Bed and Breakfast in Gainesville, Florida. You can find the Laurel Oak Inn on the internet at laureloakinn.com or Facebook and Instagram, Laurel Oak Inn. Until we meet you in person, we certainly hope you're enjoying life to its fullest. <laughs>